welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with Janet Uribe. Did I did I do that cool thing? Not enough of that R rolling, but I, I keep trying. And Karen Stultz. And we are here to talk about how wholeness does affect our lives, what we need to do to achieve that wholeness in every way, shape, or form. So uh, welcome back. And today we're going to be talking about, um, (laughs) uh, I don't really remember signing up for this one going on. Strange things are going on. Well, you know what? Strange things go on all the time. But Janet and I were were just talking and we said, you know what? We... I, I, I don't remember. So, so tell us more, Janet, about not signing up for this one. If you can't tell by now, I have no problem sharing the color of my underwear. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) The way I feel about it is I think it's really funny that as humans we're taught, you know, Oh, that, you know, that's not respectful or, or that's a private family matter or that's this or that's, and yes, there are some things that are sacred and that perhaps do require some intimacy and privacy. But I'm going to tell you that most of my shit comes out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to just tell (laughs) y'all because that is wholeness. And it doesn't mean that there's not privacy and there's not intimacy and there's not sacredness. It's just that the majority of my everyday happenings are things. And right before I got on here with Karen, I was like, Karen, it has been a week. I was like, God, I don't remember signing on for that one. And in response, I said, oh, yeah. Uh, And then I said, no, we're going to talk about this on the show. That'll be our title. That's it. Yeah. So Karen doesn't even know, but it's been fascinating because I've been watching my closest friends, loved ones and not so loved ones. And I mean, I love everybody, but people that I'm not as close to also going through just the ringer with things big and small. I would consider what I'm going through relatively small, almost like nuisances. However, through the teachings of my other mentors, I know that these little nuisances will get bigger and bigger and bigger the longer you delay avoid them. Exactly. I was just going to say, yeah, <laughs> just noticing them is, is one thing, but allowing them and learning from them is something else again. So yeah. tell and us delay, more. And delay avoidance is a life curriculum thing for me right now. Right. And I'm cool with it. Yeah. So I'm cool with letting you guys know there's a whole stack of mail and things in my corner. But anyway, long story short, <laughs> Last week, I, or the, yeah, last week, early last week, some of you may remember, I mentioned going through a little hiccup with my boyfriend and, and it was addressed and many components of it were looked into, but the biggest component I continued to not go deeply into was mostly about my own childhood BS that was not being addressed. I had awareness and awareness is the big old component of it. But now you can also go into it. And it's not to say and negate that part of the childhood did not serve who I am. Sometimes we go into trauma and we're like, oh, there's negative this, negative that. Got to do the work around the trauma. Got to do this. Got to get rid of it. Got to clear it, neutralize it, let it go. But at the same time, some of that trauma created drive for me. And it created compassion and care and love and desires to want to collaborate with humanity. So my car breaks down 
on my way to go see the ex-boyfriend who I'm of course still have like, or the ex-boyfriend, current boyfriend, the boyfriend. I know funny. That's where my was going through my mind at that time though. I was like, do I even need to keep him in my life? Cause I am a reactive person sometimes that is part of what I do on occasion, not always, but it can happen. And I was having resistance to going because I was still mad at myself. <laughs> okay. Not at him, not the external at me. So my car breaks down. And I was like, I can't even get to him. See, I'm, I can't even, I can't even get there. This, this is such crazy crap. And so I, I immediately sunk. Okay, guys, I went into the deep gunky stuff that you don't want to get in and sit in. You can be upset and whatever and allow it to come through. But I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat the anger. I'm going to eat the frustration. I'm going to eat all of it, the muckiness. And I'm glad that I went where I went because it was a good three or four hours on a hundred degree, a hundred degree weather on the side of the road, sitting on a curb, um, waiting for the tow truck to come get me. And I knew that if I could shift my energy, the second that I did, I would have a ride and a lift home, but my pride got in the way and my anger got in the way. And my frustration was running the show and the ego was out there, like basically stomping around in a little cheerleading dress, like watch this. And my boyfriend comes and brings me lunch. And I was able to shift into a little bit of gratitude. And then later I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna wait for this car. Once I was sweating it out so much, I was like, I'm going to call my mom, which is where a lot of this deep repressed anger stems from. Let me call my mom and I call my mom and she shows up for me. And she even brings me out to a quick lunch while we wait for the tow truck an additional amount of time. And it was perfect because there's a tendency sometimes as people to polarize the actions of individuals and we forget the good stuff. So I was forgetting that my mom even though we had little hiccups as kids. And by the way, as my, as a mother today, I promise I go through it with my own kids. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Okay. All of us as parents and children of parents go through it. So as I was sitting there in exchange with my mother and she bought me this meal and she showed up for me and she didn't hesitate. She's like, I'm coming. I remembered. And I got into that energy of what it was like for my mom to show up for me when I was little. And she did show up for me frequently in many ways for school, for grades, for activities. And the one thing that she maybe didn't show up for me as much, which is perfect, was the emotional wholeness and unconditional acceptance. And the second I was sitting there with my mother and recognized, oh shit, you weren't supposed to do that for me because that's my biggest lesson in curriculum this lifetime is to learn to do it for self the tow truck calls and says, I'm on my way. I love it. I love it. That's, that was the shift. I mean, you could have said, all right, all right, I'm going to be in gratitude and expect that show, tow truck to show up. No, you no. weren't in that gratitude. It, you mm -hmm. had to surrender. Yeah. And I had to basically also like go through the anger of the moment, the moments, right. Of recognizing that anger that I was having at the surface level with the boyfriend was really about the child self mm -hmm. and that anger. Yes. So he's not my ex-boyfriend. We have made many 
many new commitments since then and new trajectories and, and, and plans. But the idea is I was not going to get there if I didn't really start to look at these other components. So when I was sitting there practically wanting to flip off the universe and this and that and whatever, this is crazy. Now this is going to be money out the door. Um, I don't remember signing on for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I immediately recognized, oh, wait, Janet, you're in polarized thinking you're in polarized thinking. It doesn't even make sense for you to be that mad or this mad to this degree at the boyfriend because his balance is been very much tilted towards being of service, showing up as a compassionate partner, emotional support. My children and I feel so connected in his presence. I mean, there's all of these things that he brings to the table and this one little thing that happened between us was still lingering several days later. And in me allowing that to be the new driving force behind the relationship, the new driving force behind how I'm going to feel and think and be today um, was giving my power away to something that really shouldn't be the driving force behind what I'm doing or who I am, who I am, who you are. Yeah. 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 So God and I (laughs) have since made up. And oh, other- I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. But, you know, the, the wonderful thing is, as you have taught me, Janet, you have taught me that, you know, God, spirit, universe, guides, guardians, angels are here to laugh at us and with us. Yes. And there's no real makeup process, right? With God, it's really just forgiving ourselves. It's that's all they want, you know, because we are, we are humans. We are beings in a human body. And because that humanness is physical and we kind of shine with it, our beings kind of get lost sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we have to be reminded of that. And I love, love, love the way that spirit shows up in cute, interesting ways. For example, um, I, I know I must have done it, but I don't remember signing up and doing this. And, and then as I researched further, I said, Oh, this is exactly what I need. How cool is that? I don't even remember signing up for this, but it's exactly what I need. And I just say, thank you. Thank you. Because sometimes I don't think, sometimes I think we have little, um, I don't want to say poltergeist because the poltergeists are not generally very kind, but the um, uh, spirits that want to play with us mm-hmm. and, and sometimes put physically put stuff in front of us that we need to address and, and look at. And yeah. it's like, all right, I, 
I didn't take that out of the drawer, but there it is on my dressing table. What the heck is that? Oh, that's broken. No, it's not broken. What is that? Where did that come from? Oh, I remember where that came from. All right. So why is this being presented to me now? That was the next question. So I started looking up all of the information about that. And it was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) What a great reminder. And the things there it's you're right. It's like, it's there for you. And even in the significance of the things that were going on with my car, right? It was the alternator, which is related to the battery. Like it helps run your battery, right? So basically like I had made these new commitments to myself to slow things down. And in the last week and a half, I was really amping it up and giving energy to things. Literally my battery was putting energy in magnanimous amounts to things that were not of service to me. So now my car is not of service to me. Or even today I was, I, I had to catch a ride because by the way, my battery light turned on again today. Uh-oh, they didn't fix the alternator properly. Well, it's they or they, you know, I'm creating it at all times. And so my friend was joking. She's like, oh, I don't want to go to the, I don't want to drink a lot of water because I don't want to have to go to the bathroom all the time, but I know I need more water. I need more fluid. We get in her car. She's dropping me off. She said, oh my gosh, I'm laughing. And I say, what is it? She's like, look at what my car says. The light that just lit up and it's the fluid light. And I'm thinking, this is too funny. Everything's talking to us all the time. Everything is talking to us all the time. Everything is energy. Just, are you looking? Yeah. And do, do, are we recognizing that it is energy? I mean, everything, um, our, our coffee cup is mm-hmm. energy. The, the chair that we're sitting on is energy. They're molecules that have come together in a certain pattern. So we recognize it as a chair. We recognize it as a coffee cup. We recognize it as Janet or Karen, but we are all nothing more than atoms and molecules moving around, creating more energy. Mm-hmm. And it is frustrating. And I really had to think about it, Janet. I really had to think more because people have told me that I have a tendency to take on total responsibility, which to me is fine because we bring it on ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You just mentioned that we bring it on ourselves, our energy. Howsoever, <clears throat> sometimes it is other people's energy that we have taken on, perhaps, or we have allowed forgiveness to them. Uh, for something that we should have been more on top of, you know, like, like the car. All right. Where are you? Where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was calling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was calling, but then I found out what was filed incorrectly. It was like the amount of errors that continued to happen. <laughs> and if you had not followed through with that, if you had not followed through with that, then mm-hmm. You know, you might still be sitting out there. Yeah. So we do need to take some action. 
and recognize it isn't all us. We do not have to take responsibility for other people's actions. Mm -hmm. But there was great purpose. Mm. There was great purpose. The amount of people that stopped to, to check on me was a bit peculiar. Uh Uh-huh. Angel angels in uh, human form. Yeah. It was just kept happening on repeat and repeat. I thought, okay, this is like at least the 10th or 11th person. That's very interesting. Very sweet. Would hop out the car, hop back in. And then the amount of time that I needed to really pause because I had not paused in like in all of those days to really reflect and integrate some things and understand where these hurts of mine were coming from. And I also knew I couldn't continue going forward and perform my jobs the way that I like to perform them with carrying that. Yeah. So yeah, it's so many it's surrendering. Things. It's surrendering. It's allowing the situation to be as it is and surrender to it so that we can grow, look at, learn from, but not dwell on. Yeah. Oh, I was dwelling. I wasn't just dwelling friend. I was building temples. <laughs> I love it. I was like building full on monuments here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let me ask you, Janet, are those monuments now uh, uh, released or are they still standing there for you? I had to blow them up to the ground, you know, mentally. I had to really sit with it, sit there for a moment and say, oh, now look at, now look at all this BS you've carried. You know, at first you had this nice little picket fence that you had around people in your life. And then this one thing happens. You're like, we need a fortress at least 18 feet tall, definitely all cement. Um, and you realize, Ooh, my thoughts did that. <laughs> they, they definitely contributed to that. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. A whole new, a whole new level. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but ultimately, friend, I mean, it was great to witness the whole experience. And then today when the battery adds adds up again, witnessing it and saying, oh, okay, I get it. Same thing. I still need to tend to my battery. I still need. And I realized that even as right before you and I hopped on the phone, I was like, shovel as much food in as you possibly can because you haven't had anything yet today. Um, (laughs) And these self-care things that should have been prioritized, you know, four or five hours ago today, but they weren't. And so the car showing me, you know, your battery is not dead, but it's flashing now. Um, Am I paying attention? Am I really prioritizing my whole self and what I need first so that I can be whole for another I love that. I love that. Yeah, I was just listening to a podcast today about that exact thing, how we as humans are actually, many of us are brought up to think that we always have to think about others, Mm -hmm. always put others first. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. You know? respect others. That is a huge value of mine, but I also expect to be respected. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a mutual give and take there. There is. And then I'll take it a step further. How are you respecting yourself? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what you need to do. That self-care we often say, well, we don't have time for self-care. My kids need me. My parents need me. My boyfriend needs me. My husband needs me. 
my friends need me. I, I was, I, I, I blocked it out on my calendar. Yeah. And I've had clients telling me this, they, I have blocked it out on the calendar, which I suggest you do. And then my friend called and she really needed help. And after all, I, I really didn't have anything else to do except self-care. And my friend needed me. So I am taking care of her. Yeah. Yeah. Because I blocked it out of my calendar. So I had free time. And here's the thing. And something I love advice I've gotten from my mentor in the past is, you know, there will be plenty of moments where someone needs you or they say that they need you or they ask for your help. And you can really sit with it for a second and see if it resonates for you to go ask the universe, ask God, is this in my highest and greatest good to go? Sometimes if it is your friend that you guys are each other's exclusive mutual support system, and this is who you run for and that you are who they run for, there might be a reason why today is not the day to run. There might be the opportunity for them to ask another angel there might be the opportunity for them to become a better problem solver. Mm-hmm. There might be the opportunity for many things. And then sometimes guess what? There's also law of attraction too. I was attracting a lot of scenarios to myself in the last two weeks for greater purpose and friends, boy, do I use them when, when shit starts to hit the fan, I literally start cleaning it up, wiping it up, collecting it and looking at what I've created. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when I don't, it gets a lot messier. And that's that is really what we need to do is to be aware of what's going on and how we can create it. Allow it to teach us. Allow mm-hmm. it to teach us. But first, we have to be aware of it and 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 address it and clean it up if yeah. necessary. Sometimes that cleaning up is not your job. Yeah, sometimes it is. But it, it's important to know that that difference. And, yeah. and I, I look at it too, when you give yourself permission to care for yourself, then mark it out on your calendar and make this your sacred time. Mm-hmm. Make yourself as sacred as your most sacred possibility is. This is your sacred time. And just remember that when you have given yourself permission to do the self-care and taken advantage of it and done it, then you are so much better for everybody around you. Oh, it's so true. And you know, for any of you who may be listening who say, but you don't understand, (laughs) but no, you don't get it. The thing is, there's a reason why you're not yet that you're actually saying those words to begin with. Turn them right around. Because the thing is, friends, when you are your most sacred responsibility and sacred being, then others will treat you that way as well. Mm-hmm. That is the partner you'll attract. That is the energy you will attract. That is what you will see. My, uh, neglectful eating habit today is an old pattern of mine that I have actually been burying little by little. And it arose today 
But I could also watch it arise today and, and say, oh yeah, don't do that again tomorrow. That didn't serve you today. And, and that is kind of brings up the resistance, but it's kind of when I say, don't do that, all of a sudden this wall, what do you mean? Don't do that. I want it and I'm going to do it no matter what you say. So <laughs> there. But what I found, uh, uh, and again, language is everything. Language and thoughts, it's, it's everything. And, and turning it so... I don't have to do that because mm -hmm. I'm a powerful being. Yeah. So today I honor myself for doing it. My choice, I did. Totally my choice. And I did it. Ate all of the bad foods. And by the way, I that's why we're such good friends, Janet and I, because we get on and, oh, you did that? I, I'm doing that right now. Uh, <laughs> bad foods for lunch. Um and, and I looked at it and I said, this is not going to serve me. And I'm choosing to do this and get it out of my refrigerator so I don't have the temptation anymore. And I don't have to buy that again. Mm. And, and that will be my choice. And so I am just honoring the fact that I don't have to do this again. It, I did it. I honor it. I enjoyed it, but I don't have to do it again because I am awesome. And I, I love, love myself. Wholeness, right. That's the wholeness of it too, is, you know, sometimes you can have a good food and sometimes you can have a bad food. <laughs> and the good food is not necessarily good for you. Mm -hmm. And the bad food may not necessarily be bad for you. Uh-huh. And by the way, I'm using, I was going there for like a metaphor of there's a tendency for us to polarize food. Yeah. Or polarize people or polarize experiences. And there's those negative experiences that we perceive as negative. And listen to that word. We perceive it as negative that when it's happening, we just want to wipe it off. Get this gunk off of me. Oh my God. I'm in this scenario. Get this person away from me. I don't like them. Um, and we'll give it so much energy and continue to polarize it to the extreme as if there is nothing else. And then we're shocked when it's opposite doesn't show up again. And then the same exact pattern <laughs> <laughs> shows up again or the type of person or scenario or experience or unwanted scenario um so yeah good versus bad bad versus good oh i like it in the middle thanks so much you know yeah it is it's all part of the whole isn't it the yin and the yang it's all part of the whole mm -hmm. and and we we need both of them because if we didn't have the, the um, negative, so to speak, for us, because it might not be negative for somebody else, we wouldn't know how awesome the positive is. If we didn't have the rain, we wouldn't know how awesome the sun is. If we didn't have the, um, the rain and the sun, we wouldn't have the food to eat. So the combination of it is it all works together. We all work together. 
but being really clear on what you're doing. What makes you feel whole? What makes you feel really good? Um, And then each day doing the 1%. I love the 1% step. Each day doing 1% towards achieving this, at least 1%. It can be a lot more, but at least 1% towards achieving that wholeness that creates the awesome life that we are part of. Mm-hmm. And is totally achievable. And that does not mean walking around in a cloud, feeling wonderful all the time. It doesn't work that way because without that polarity, we just wouldn't even appreciate it. I think I mentioned in one of our our last episodes about the good place. Oh, yeah. And, And it was too much of a good thing is never a good thing. No matter how good it is. It gets old in a hurry and you got to sit back and say, all right, I need, I, I, I need a change. I need something. This is, this is what I said I wanted and it's not working. So what else do I need to do? And allowing that change to take place. That's okay. You know, a lot of people will say, well, what the heck is wholeness? What the heck is having an awesome life? What, what the heck? I, I don't know if I could do something and live in bliss. Well, guess what? You're right. What will bring you bliss right now is not going to bring you bliss in three months, perhaps. So it's okay. Go for the 1% towards creating that, that wholeness. Mm-hmm. now or what you think it might be and and because we are human we can change your mind how wonderful is that oh it is and then i mean you know me karen i like to play with the dichotomy the duality it's all so confusing let's go there <laughs> exactly all right bring it on <laughs> i love that i love it because it is confusing for someone like me there would be a benefit and doing a negative 1% occasionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I have the tendency to be busy and it is a self-worth thing. It is related to being good enough. And it is, again, one of my life's curriculums of the current moment. And I have bettered it and I watch myself improve it daily. But uh, just a couple of days ago, I had my grandmother come in she puts on her red lipstick. And by the way, I'm speaking about energetically. Okay. She's on the other side, puts on her red lipstick, dressed very nicely and says, you know, you're a really good mother, but it would be really good if you just did nothing one day a month, two days would be great, but just like one day, (laughs) but I have a tendency to want to create because I like it. Um, but also create out of fear, create out of resources, create out of enoughness. So being able to see it and recognize it would also be beneficial for me to say, you know, I, what, I did do my 1% 29 of these last 30 days. 
but today might be a negative 1%. We got to tip. We got to do, we're going to stay in our pajamas. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's part of being whole too. You know, it really is. So, yeah, but what is, and, you know, really pinpointing, what is your wholeness? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times friends, and I'm telling you my wholeness story very transparently of, I have a tendency to want to overperform, but I can pinpoint and identify where these things stem from and little by little address it as I, as I can, or to my capacity of where I am at that moment. But are you paying attention to why you do things the way you do Mm. or where your certain needs or beliefs or opinions come from? about you about you because I can pretty much promise you they weren't all yours to begin with that's that's a guarantee that's a Mm -hmm. guarantee and we we have talked a little bit about that in the past too um we have learned through the generations that have actually become almost attached as DNA in our, ourselves, uh, as well as in the present time, what we should be, what we need to do, what we have to do, the kind of person we are supposed to be. And I, I found that I could actually say yes, I, with a lot of research, writing it down and, and looking at it and honoring it and realizing that, yes, this did come from my parents and she got it. My mom got it from her parents and her mom got it from her parents. And I don't know the ones before because I don't have stories about them. But I do know for a fact that it has been progressive. And I am the one to stop the progression mm-hmm. and honor that, what it has done. But on the other hand, also honor, not throw it all out, everything that we've learned and honored and respected and followed and thought we got from past generations and past lives being handed down. But being able to look at it and say, all right, this is, now I'm aware, now I'm conscious of it. What do I wanna do with this? And why? So looking at different things and saying, you know what? Yeah, this, this act, absolutely, this came from my mom, from my grandmother, from my great-great-grandmother, from my great-great-great-grandma, I know that. And I want to keep it because I like it. I like it, not because I have to, because now it's a conscious thing and I can let it go because it is conscious now. I have the tools to let it go if I want to, but I, I like it. I like frilly dresses. I like twirling around and seeing that, that dress go up in the air. I do. I love it. I love getting dressed up and wearing ball gowns. I just feel good in it. And, and 
I feel comfortable. And as long as you are feeling comfortable in whatever it is that you're doing. Now, granted, I am often, often, often found in ripped pants and grubby t-shirts and sweatshirts with grease all over them and dirt and grime. And yeah, you'll see me like that more often than not. But I'm not going to let go of wanting to try on ball dresses. I have no place to wear them where I live. So I'm probably not going to buy them, but I do enjoy putting them on. And that's okay. That sounds fun. (laughs) It's okay. And the nice thing too, when I do end up buying them, I found that a lot of people will say, hey, Karen, do you have something? uh, One girl wore one of my ball dresses uh, as a fairy. She went to a Halloween party as a fairy. So she had the wing. She just needed a ball dress to wear with it. Sure. So I can also help others as well as feel good in it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So is it, it, it's getting real with what you like. I have a mermaid tail, my friends, Ooh. but one of the only adults that has the mermaid tail in the neighborhood that I know of, <laughs> but it's fun. Um, you know, getting in alignment with who you are, figuring out the things that make you tick is really good. It's really such a sweet spot. And I love that I'm still learning about mine all the time and also learning what's not mine. That's probably the hardest one is when you start to realize, oh, wait, this is something I learned. Yeah. It's not really mine. When did I take that one on? Um, That is such a great question. It really is. And I remember learning that I did not always want predictability. Predictability is nice, but predictability is boring. And I did not always want predictability. I wanted to be surprised. I wanted to wake up every morning and just say, all right, what's going to happen today? What wonderful, fantastic thing is going to happen to me today? And be surprised when it showed up or be surprised when it didn't show up, whatever showed up, be surprised with it. Uh, And sometimes it's a broken car and we have to say, all right. And I remember that alternator bit. I, I had that same issue only I wasn't educated enough to recognize what, that there even was such an alternator. And I was constantly getting my car jumped, started. And then I drove, got to my destination, then it wouldn't start again. And I had no idea why. And at that point in my life, I did not have money (laughs) to go to a garage easily and say, all right, here we are. And no insurance, no AAA or anything at the time. So it, it was a challenge to work around, but yeah, once I found it was an alternator and yeah, we can fix it right away. And yeah, it's not all that expensive. Wow. How cool is that? Why have I been putting off going and getting help? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I relate to that one. <laughs> learning time, learning time. Yeah. But there, if you get into the whys of those types of questions, you'd be shocked to what you mm-hmm. find. I know there are roots to all of these. Why are we avoiding getting help? Mm. Why is it that I don't believe that I deserve it? When did I decide this? What did that benefit in my reality? How did that benefit my story that I tell myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the who's, the what's, the when's, the where's, the why's. By the way, I'm a teacher. So those W's and that H mean a lot to me. Really start to help identify things for that whole person. Mm-hmm. And you really get to see what's yours, what's not yours, and who you really are when you start to really look deeply and one question can prompt another and one question can prompt another. And, and uh, I have, a, my sister-in-law does theta healing and, and there's a lot of um, digging that way. One question naturally leads into, and what would be the worst case scenario if, and then that leads into, and what would be the worst case scenario if, and when you really start to get to these worst case scenario types of questions and go deeper, 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 you realize, holy cow, it's a sham. <laughs> it's a sham. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There, it is so cool. And what is right for one person is not necessarily right for the next person. But if we take enough responsibility to actually look, mm-hmm. I'm aware. Yeah. Ask those questions, go down, not deep, 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 not I mean, yes, it needs to go deep. You do get to the core, but you know me, it's got to be easy. And if we're not ready for it, it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we go down a little bit and say, oh, well, that was interesting. All right. First, I want to get down to this point and I'll clear this point. And then I'll go back because I'll be that much stronger because I've cleared this point. And I think that relates to the onion that so many describe, right? That there are layers to this. It doesn't mean that we'll get to the root cause and eliminate it immediately. But, you know, if you're, if you've lived 20,000 days on this earth, getting down to the root of every single thing that left or disease or something unresolved within you would take a long time. So sometimes letting go process can be more simplified for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure it can be, but every now and then keep in mind, if the whole purpose is to be here to evolve, then you're going to get another surprise, another insight. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And not to be dejected when that surprise, that insight shows up. It's an opportunity. Uh Uh-huh. It's an opportunity to look at it and make new choices acceptance, surrender. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's all part of being whole. And feeling good about yourself and what you're doing. And for me, that's what wholeness is, is to feel good about 
myself and what I am doing for myself as well as for others, because it has to be a two-way street. Yeah. Which is why Janet and I are hanging out so much. We, <laughs> we love it. And, and uh, that's why we have the um, uh, Magical Tea Party, third Thursday, Magical Tea Party. Ooh. And do come to the Magical Tea Party. You do have to register for it if you haven't already registered. And go ahead and, and do that at karenstultz.com forward slash tea party. And you will get all of the information of how to join us. And once you're on that list, you will get reminders each month, uh, the week before the third Thursday of the month, um, reminding you what we're talking about. And this month, this month is, is fun. We're going to be talking about the pleasure and pain of overcoming. You know, that's right up my alley. <laughs> I'm excited. I love third Thursday guys. Cause it's, a, um, although I, I do know that Karen and I channel for this conversation and this exchange that we have for the everyday wholeness show, there is a different, uh, intention for the third Thursday mm -hmm. where we are asking for help and we are intentionally looking for guidance from our spirit guides, our loved ones, and so on, our higher selves come forward and we get a lot more beautiful insight. The birds come in and sometimes they allow us to channel through them. It's really cool. But basically if you're ever looking to get any insight or connect with us further, feel what it would, might be like to have more one-on-one um, -on -one time with us, you get a good glimpse right there as well. Absolutely. It, it, it's fun. It's not a networking event, although almost everyone that does come are in business for themselves, but it is not a networking event. This is a, a, a supportive time uh, where Janet and I can give you the support through card readings and through channeling and, and through each other because they are amazing, wonderful people that come to our, our tea party. And it's, it's just right. Whatever it is, it's just right. So um, yeah, do sign up. Even if you can't come this Thursday, uh, that way you will get reminders once a month to, to join us. So Janet, I love hanging out with you. And oh, same, my friend, the pleasure is mine. And for all of you listening, please uh, comment, uh, like our podcast, come over to YouTube, like the Everyday Holder Show, subscribe, hit that little bell so you'll get notifications when there's a new episode up there. Sometimes, sometimes you see us like we are now and sometimes uh, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> just depends on what we have going on in our lives, guys. Let's just be honest, okay? <laughs> because we're real and so are you. Uh -huh. And yeah. you are whole and we are whole and everything is just as it should be. And we're doing the very best job we can, even if it's clear that we're not. <laughs> I know. Y'all watched me flip God off today. <laughs> <laughs> but but god came oh. back and gave you the love 
Yeah. That's my favorite part about God is in the universe and collective, all of us, which is God is that like, you know, whenever we're having those existential crises and whatever else it is, it's not like you're left out of the equation. You're just as loved as you were moments before the uh, moment we don't want to refer to again. <laughs> yeah. But you know, at the same time, I'll refer to it because it's ha- it happened. It was real. <laughs> so but my friend, thank you so much. I like, thank you for collaborating with me on this space. I've absolutely loved it. It's been fantastic. Oh, all of our friends out there listening, I I do. I love this. And it's, um, but it isn't just for us. It is for you too. So Mm -hmm. let us know what you would like us to talk about or questions that you would like to have answered because that's what we're here to help with always. Um, Absolutely. So don't be shy, reach out, send us an email. You can ding at ping. What is it? Ding, not ding. They say ping, ping. One day I'm going to catch up. One day someone told me a DM. I'm like a DM. What's a DM? DM. DM. Direct message. Direct message. message. Wait. So then, what is the PM? Oh, personal message. And I thought this is confusing. And it's all the same thing. It's It's all all the same thing. thing. So pick pick the word. Pick the acronym that you want to make or the abbreviation or whatever. I remember looking up EFT and EFT for emotional freedom technique, which is what I do uh, quite a lot with the heart energy techniques. And it, it was like, yeah, well, how come, how come all this other EFT is showing up in about banking? What, what is EFT and banking? I have no idea because EFT, this is what you do for your funds. Huh? EFT for funds? Oh, the electronic fund transfer. Electronic fund transfer. So all of these abbreviations are, can be very, very confusing. That's for sure. Um, But all in all, oh, and by the way, EFT, emotional freedom technique can help with funding as well. I was about to say, aren't they one in the same then? Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> that they they are, but they do not actually do the electronic fund transfer, but uh, it does help in creating that, that fund, clearing the head, clearing the space, even if just a little while, so you can get that inspiration to move forward and create that wholeness that we are all about. Um, I love it. Well, thank you, my friends. Thank you, Janet. And until next time, be whole. You guys have a beautiful day.